You are listening to Aldrin Sampia on SAFM. It is uh, 23 minutes after 3 o'clock. We're in conversation next with Dion Hubert, who's a special envoy to the, U, uh, to the, U, uh, to the European Union uh, market access at the Citrus Growers Association of uh, South Africa. So the Citrus Growers Association of South Africa wants a government to intervene in ensuring that the EU's pest regulations are relaxed as they are making it difficult for them to conduct business with the European counterparts. The organization is arguing that the current regulations are discriminatory and unjust as they are affecting the industry negatively. Dion, good afternoon and thank you so much for making time for us. Oh, thank you very much, Nara. Thank you to be on your show. It's been a year now since um, these new regulations have been implemented. What has the impact been on the citrus community? Okay, so yeah. Um, firstly, I think it's been a difficult year. Uh, and, and I think uh, combined that we should say that, you know, any country is more than within its right to protect its own plant health. But I think the issue is South Africa has been exporting oranges to Europe or citrus to Europe for more than 100 years, I think 110 years in fact, and none of the pests which they are now suddenly citing as an issue has ever uh, established in the EU. So it's never been a problem, and South Africa has got a full-fledged risk management system, which is very, very highly regarded in the world as, and such as the best uh, one for what we call the systems approach, which we use for Collingwood. Mm-hmm. And hence, if you look at the results, look, I mean, it's all results-driven, so if we had a lot of problems on, on coming into the market, then you would say, okay, there's a problem. But South Africa last year had two cartons, now just count this, two cow cartons out of 67 million. How many tons are those, cartons. more or less? How many what? When you speak about cartons, how many tons? Oh, are we... for, 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 well, it's uh, 800,000 tons. Mm-hmm. So it's 800,000 pallets of a thousand kilogram, and that consists of about 80 cartons of roughly 15 kilos. Mm. So it's, it's a massive amount of fruit. So 67 million cartons of 50 kilogram go to the EU. They found two cases where they said they start scaling what? Not it's alive, it's there. So the argument is that is the case against South Africa. If you compare that to anybody else exporting to the EU, you have cases of 129, 40, 60 on minuscule volumes. So it's you know, flowers or capsicum and whatever. And there's no problem to protect it, but it's, it's always been there. Now, this last three years has suddenly become a problem. And then you don't, what, what they call it, um, um, discriminatory or call it non-horizontal, meaning that if you want to protect it against the pace, okay, everyone, this is the rules. But the rules only apply to South Africa on citrus. It's not governed. It's not implemented for, for flowers or anything else. And that's why it's discriminatory. That's the first part of it. So the second one is, let's say we've been in the market for 110 years. We have there's no problems ever or never, never established. So we always love to call ourselves you know, the, the living experiment. We still prove year upon year that it's actually not a problem. So why it's suddenly become an issue, one. And secondly, so the system that we implement has been very, very successful. On top of that, I've now introduced call them additional cold treatment, which is now additional risk mitigation measure which has no science back behind it, no international publication which say that what they're asking us to do is going to further mitigate the risk. So it's principally yeah. a, you know, a rule thought out in office. So how that helps for plant health, please, you tell me. Yeah. So, so that cooling off, wasn't that the same that, um, uh, I think, was it Spain or one of the other countries when, when you guys couldn't offload your stuff in the EU 
and there were countries that decided. Yes, yeah. um, was exactly that, 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 that cooling off? Is it the same thing that we're speaking about here? Yeah. yeah. So the, the principle that they brought in said that it had to be 20 days under two degrees Celsius for 20 days during transportation. So and then then you if you don't uh, adhere to it, you can't enter the market. So we're doing it, but it's costing us at the moment get the equipment in place and doing all the cold build all the new cold stores because you need you don't need cold stores you need actually what we call never negative cooling plants which suck the air out of the plant that's costing us 1.6 billion so we must still build all of those so that's why it's such an unfair uh call it risk mitigation measure because it puts something on us financially which has no no base in science to say that this is going to improve the situation in fact What's the situation when you want, do you want to improve? It's already just two out of 67 million. Yeah. So considering that the issues that you're raising now um, were some of the stuff that you also raised last year, including how South Africa specifically is being discriminated against, what do you think the Minister of Agriculture, Land Reform and Rural Development, Togo Titiza, can do at uh, the European Union's um, Fifth African Union European Agriculture Ministerial Conference yeah. that uh, starts tomorrow in Rome? Look, I mean, if you leave it to technocrats uh, to discuss this, nothing's going to happen. I mm. think if there's political pressure, and I mean, Minister Deza has been kind to take this aboard, Minister Patel from Trade Ministry as well, and they've principally filed last year to put the EU at the WTO uh, on notice, so we now have an active dispute. Well, that's a great start. So now you're saying to them, okay, you've introduced these measures unilaterally, you just, you know, just put them up, now you have to defend them. And that's quite different from just putting it up and, you know, marking your own homework, so to speak. So the minister, you know, again, uh, we eat a heck of a lot of Spanish fruit here. You know, stone fruit, um, grapes, uh, avos, whatever, and they're great. So there's no issue here. But so, come on, guys, you got, you're, you, you're closing the market for South Africa on something which is that no basis in science. It's just a lot of hard political air. On, on protection. And honestly, if you just think about it, why would you try and protect against South Africa with 6.4% of the EU market and we're only there in the off-season? And if you want a commodity like an avo to be eaten right through the year, I mean, I think you also eat a lot of avos. I love it. So I eat three a week. I've got no clue where they come from. And that's what you have in Europe too. You've got the guys who eat citrus. And if you have no citrus for four months in, in the summer, you have South African cities which fill the gap and the people stay in the world to the, to the commodity. So you don't have the seasonal pattern of eating which is up and down. Mm-hmm. They, li- they like to have a, you know, a consistent one. So in actual fact, we're actually the best news that Europe can have. The citrus farmers in, in, um, in Spain would be devastated if we don't import and, and keep the consumers loyal to the product. Thank you so much for your time. Dion, Dion Uberte, Special Envoy EU Market Access at the Citrus Growers Association of South Africa. It's half past three.